Welcome to C3 Church, Queens Beach. We believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoyed this message today. What a privilege, you know. It never ceases to amaze me, the privilege we have of meeting with our Lord and Saviour. You know, we don't serve a God who is afar off. We don't come to worship a God who, who's just here on a Sunday and the rest of the week we're on our, on our own. We're here to serve a God who is with us every moment of every day. And he wants relationship with us. He wants us to know that fact, that his presence is with us continually. What a God. What a God. Well, I called him briefly at Hepburn Heights before I... Um, but before I came on up here and the place was packed with youth and there was, there was games all through the foyer and there was kids playing games and there was lots of noise and lots of, lots of things happening. So I know some of your youth are there. Uh, my granddaughter came home last night and was talking about playing some game in the foyer with somebody from Quinns Beach, she said. So... <laughs> So they're mixing up, which is a good thing. And uh, yeah, so 120 youth have been having a great encounter time with God um, over this weekend. Lives have been changed. People have come to know Jesus Christ as their saviour. So that is an awesome thing when we see our youth being involved and, and um and just learning to love the Lord, follow him, make him their foundation. At a, at a young age. So important. I was only a young girl when I gave my life to Jesus. And um, gosh, I turned 65 this week. And I think, where have those, where have those days, you know, all the, where's that gone? Gone in the blink of an eye, I tell you, young ones. You think you've got lots of years ahead and then that's just gone. You go, golly, not that I think my life's over yet. I, go, I want a few more decades of, of, of serving God, following him, and, and, and just fulfilling the call on my life, which is what we should all be wanting to do, no matter what age we are. Age is not important. What inside beats inside us, keeps us going, and that is our love for God and our desire to serve and follow him, make the most of our lives. Well, we're going to look at a story from Matthew 21. And as you see, the title of my message is Presence Carriers uh, this morning. And we're going to look at Matthew 21, verses 1 to 11. So let's have a read of this. As Jesus and the disciples approached Jerusalem, they came to the town of Bethphage on the Mount of Olives. Jesus sent two of them on ahead. Go into the village over there, he said. As soon as you enter it, you will see a donkey tied there with its colt beside it. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone asks what you're doing, just say, the Lord needs them. And he will immediately let you take them. This took place to fulfill the prophecy that said, Tell the people of Jerusalem, Look, your king is coming to you. He is humble, riding on a donkey. 
The two disciples did as Jesus commanded. They brought the donkey and the colt to him and threw their garments over the colt and he sat on it. Most of the crowd spread their garments on the road ahead of him and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. Jesus was in the centre of the procession and the people all around him were shouting, praise God for the son of David, blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Praise God in the highest heaven. The entire city of Jerusalem was in an uproar as he entered. Who is this? They asked. And the crowds replied, it is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word this morning. I pray that as we look into this passage from your word, that you will open our hearts to receive what you would want to say to us this morning out of this passage of scripture. Lord, let us hear what your spirit would say in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So here we have the story of Jesus coming into Jerusalem, riding on a donkey, and the crowds absolutely going mad when they saw him throwing out their cloaks, throwing palm branches down and calling out, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. So we see Jesus coming into Jerusalem, riding on the back of a donkey. Now in the Middle East, donkeys were generally considered working animals. They were not known to be quick. They could be stubborn and they weren't that particularly good looking. <laughs> Poor donkeys. But history books will tell us that donkeys were never chosen to carry a king. So donkeys were not the mode of transport that kings chose. But today, I want to look at the fact that God has chosen us as individuals and corporately as the church, his body, to be carriers of his presence into our world, into our workplaces, our unis, our schools, our homes, our communities, wherever we are. So I guess the title of my message, Presence Carriers, is a nice way of saying that today we are the donkeys. <laughs> Can you turn to someone and say, I'm the donkey. I'm the donkey today. I, sorry to tell you, are you a little bit stubborn? A little bit stubborn? Maybe we can all be like that, can't we? But what the Apostle, Apostle Paul reminds us, actually, in that he says virtually we're the donkeys, but in a nicer way. So let's look at another passage of Scripture in 1 Corinthians. Uh, chapter 1, verses 26 to 29, where he says, Remember, dear brothers and sisters, that few of you were, were, were wise in the world's eyes, or powerful or wealthy when God called you. Instead, God chose the things the world considers foolish in order to shame those who think they are wise. And he chose things that are powerless to shame those who are powerful. God chose things despised by the world, things counted as nothing at all, and used them to bring to nothing what the world considers important. As a result, no one can ever boast in the presence of the Lord. 
So we want to look today at some of the key attributes of being a donkey. No, of being, I'm going to stop with the donkey. <laughs> what I'm going to do is refer to us as carriers of Jesus' presence. So we are the carriers of his presence. And I want to look at some of those attributes that we are to have in our life. And we see the first one being humility. You know, I once heard a statement about humility, that it is not meekness or weakness, but rather strength in control. You see, it takes a strong or secure person to choose the path of humility. We actually have to choose to humble ourselves. I would rather choose to humble myself than have the Lord humble me. So I would rather choose that path of humility first. And that's what we see so brought out in this passage of scripture. Paul mentioned not many of us were wise or powerful or wealthy in the world's eyes. However, when you flip that around with the Lord's presence and in the Lord's strength, that we have been chosen by the King of Kings to carry his presence into this world. And that instead, even though we might not be wise in the world's eyes, that when he is with us, it says he flips it so that the powerless become the powerful. And the things that are despised uh, and counted as nothing are counted as priceless and important. And so God flips it around when his presence is on us and with us. And we carry that spirit of humility, acknowledging that it's not us, but him that works through us. See, my heart is, don't look at me I'm just the conveyor of his presence. I am the donkey. I want you to see Jesus. And as I was getting ready this morning, I had a, um, the mu music was playing and the song came on and the guy said on there, I've only, got, um, I've only got one life to live. I'll let every second point to him. And I... I that just hit my heart and I thought, that is so true. We've only got one shot at this, people. When my time's up, it's up. It's what we do today that counts. It's what we do tomorrow that counts. It's what we do the day after that. Are we being carriers of his presence into the world and letting his light and his life and his peace and his hope and his joy shine out through us? And are we recognizing and acknowledging that, Lord, I can't do this without you? So Jesus showed his humility, Matthew said in there, he showed his humility by choosing to ride on a donkey. He didn't choose to come with the fanfare of trumpets. He chose to be born in a stable, for goodness sake. First of all, and now he's entering Jerusalem as the king, but he didn't choose to come in with the gold carriage and, you know, all the trumpets and the hail, you know, this is the king. He came in 
humbly riding on a donkey. And that is our demeanour that we are to have. You know, I've seen Christians over the years have a holier-than-thou attitude. I've seen Christians over the years that have come across to people as, I'm better than you. And that is not the attitude, and I'm sure it's not the attitude of any of you. But I am so, I want to be so careful. Even when it comes to, you know, we've seen, I grew up in a Pentecostal church, that's all I've ever known. But I've actually, I've actually seen Pentecostals look down on those that maybe don't have the experience of Holy Spirit. In, the, in their church or in, in their, um, maybe their forms of worship as such. Um, when I'm talking about, obviously they have presence of Holy Spirit, but they don't believe or, or have not experienced uh, a gift of tongues, speaking in other languages and heavenly languages. And we can act superior and that is not humility either. So when we, when we are interacting, when we are carrying Christ's presence into this world, we interact with a spirit of humility to say, you know what, without Christ in my life, I'm nothing. I, I cannot achieve anything without his presence and recognizing that as carriers of Christ's presence, that when just as when Jesus rode in and they started to throw palm branches and call out Hosanna, recognize that when we are carriers of Christ's presence, that when we walk into places, we can see atmospheres shift and change because of the presence of Jesus in our lives. We can see a fulfillment of his call on our lives as we go and do what he's called us to do and to be in this world. So recognize that you carry something with you as a follower of Christ, the presence of Jesus Christ. So wherever you go, he is there. So then we, we, we are careful how we behave. So humility is one of the greatest attributes, I believe, that we can show because Jesus humbled himself and he became a servant and he was born in a stable and he rode in on a donkey's colt and he hung out with those who other people thought were not important and were less than who he should be hanging out with because that was his heart. That was who he was. But, you know, that was one of the things in this passage of Scripture that stands out. Another one is contained in Jesus' request to his disciples. He said to the disciples, go and untie the donkeys or loose them. Freedom. Freedom. Freedom is something that is available for each and every one of us. His word is, I want to untie you. I want to unloose. I want to loose you from anything that would hold you, confine you, limit, contain you, tie you up in one spot so you're not going anywhere. Useless for Jesus to say, go and get the, go and get the um, donkey and bring him to me. And the disciples come back and say, oh, we couldn't do it because they were tied up. Well, 
Jesus comes today to say, if that's what you're saying, God, you can't use me because... Because there are some things maybe that you are tied to. Maybe that's what you're saying. The word of the Lord today is, I have need of you, so I'm untying that which would chain you, that which would hinder you, that which would contain you, that which would hold you in one spot and stop you going forward into all that I have for you. That is the word of the Lord this morning. So I want us to think for a minute, is there something? You know, God wants us to be free in every area of our lives. He came to set us free, not just to give us salvation so we have eternal life. He wants us to be free, body, soul, and spirit. Sometimes there are mindsets and strongholds in our mind that hold us prisoner. And we hear voices that say, you can't do that because you're just the donkey. You're not particularly good looking, though. you're all pretty good looking here this morning. So we can't say that. But, you know, you might say, well, I'm stubborn. Yep, yep, join the club. We can all be stubborn at times. And, but that stubbornness, what if the donkey had said, blow that, I don't feel like going into Jerusalem today. I'm staying right where I am. But as, as the carriers of Jesus' presence, we are the ones that are controlled by him, led by him, directed by him. So it's like, if you have need of me, because that's what he said, if the owners say, you can't have those donkeys, you say, I have need of them, and they will release them straight away, and they will, and you, they will come. So the word of the Lord today is, I have need of you. So anything that is restricting you, anything that is confining and holding you back for fulfilling the call of God on your life, the word of the Lord says, I have need of you. And you can speak to that, whatever that thing is that might be holding you back, whatever that mindset is, whatever that restriction is, whatever that, that thing is, whether it is even sin in your life that has been allowed to remain and is controlling you in areas. There might have been emotional wounds that have not been healed and they are the things that hold you back. There could be character issues or you could be just... A person that goes, you know what, that's beneath me. Maybe that's beneath me. I've been asked to work in the Life Kids room. Really? I've got, uh, I'm more important than that. I've, I've got gifts, you know. And those gifts don't entail working in the Life Kids room. Well, I want to say to you, that in my 60 plus years of following God, I've done everything from working in life kids to working in, with youth, to, to cleaning the toilets, to picking up rubbish, to doing whatever my hand found to do, but not to help so much Pastor Stephen Nicole, but because I do it as unto the Lord. And that way, if Pastor Steve didn't notice that I picked up a whole heap of rubbish out there in the courtyard to make it nice for visitors, it doesn't matter. 
Because God noticed. Because my humility is the thing that I choose. I choose there is nothing beneath me, but there are things I want to step into that are greater than. And that's where fear comes and fear will keep us tied to a post. Fear will keep us tied up and we'll go, no, I can't move forward from here. So I want us to think today, what is it? Is there something that you've been asked to do? Is there something in your life, in your character, in, in your mind, in your heart, in your soul, spirit, emotion area that is limiting and containing you? Because Jesus died and rose again to defeat the powers of darkness. He came to set us free. He said, he whom the sun sets free is free indeed. So if he set us free, if he's taken those limits off. If he said today, I'm taking off those limits, I'm untying you and I'm loosing you from any chains of the past or anything that would limit you in the, in the present and I'm moving you into what I've got for you next. And Joel, when you were up on the stage this morning, I saw a spotlight that just shone on you in my imagination. I saw the spotlight and it was a spotlight that brought you forward and made you stand out. And you've been one that has been a back in, in the background for a, for a long time, but you've been faithful. And God wants you to know that he's seen your faithfulness. And he wants you to know that it is now time for you to come out of the background and to step forward into the spotlight. And he wants you to take that because that, which, that was the past and, and that's been effective, but it's not for the future. The future, he's wanting you to take steps forward and to own that space. He's putting the spotlight on you for what your future holds in ministry. So step into it confidently and boldly and don't hang back. Don't hang back and don't look at what you've done and haven't done in the past, but step forward because he's putting the spotlight on you for the future. And that is what God wants to do with each and every one of us, that we would know freedom because he's put us on this earth for a, with a, sorry, for a mission. So we have a purpose. We are here for a purpose. We are here. And so we silence any lying voices that say, you're not important. You'll never amount. You'll never achieve. You're never going to do this. You'll never get out of the background. Whatever it is that those voices are saying, you'll never step over that mindset or that depression or whatever is, is holding us back. And we say, you're a liar. The Lord has need of us. He's come to set me free. And I'm going to step into that freedom. And I'm going to fulfill what he's called me to do. You know, when God said to Moses, he told him to go to Pharaoh and say, let my people go. He told him to go. And so Moses was in fear and trembling. And he went before the Pharaoh 
not once, not twice, but ten times he had to go before Pharaoh eventually gave in to the word that said, let my people go. Sometimes we go forward for prayer. Sometimes we pray once and expect something to be a done deal. You know, I feel today that God's saying there are some of you here that have got disappointed and discouraged because you've asked the Lord for something once, twice, and you haven't seen the answers. Today, the word of the Lord is go again. Go again. Go again. That might be 10 times, might be 20 times, because you know what? Your freedom is not just for you. God doesn't set us free just for ourselves, but he wants us to be loosed, to be untied, because he wants us to carry his presence into the world so that others can see Jesus and be set free and be loosed from those things that have held them back. Jesus needs every one of us. Doesn't matter who we are, what our background is, doesn't matter what we've done or where we're going. No one is ex excluded. He didn't say, I need you, but not you. I need you, oh, but definitely not you. He said, we all have a part to play in this mission on earth. And seeing, uh, being set free is never just about us. Who is it in your world that God has put on your heart that he knows he wants, that you know he wants to use you to carry his presence and power to see them set free from the powers of darkness, just as you've been? No matter how long it takes, keep praying, keep speaking, keep, keep declaring their freedom because, as I said before, Keep going again for yourself till you know freedom. You know, it never ends. It never ends. There's always another step to take. There's always something more to learn. There's always some room to grow, no matter how long it is that you've been following the Lord for. So keep growing, keep stepping, keep walking, because it's not just about you. It's about everybody else that is around you and in your world. You know what? I was thinking about the donkey. I was thinking, I wonder if the donkey said um, something like, I don't know, I don't feel like being ridden today, I'm a bit tired, I think I'll just stay chained to this post. And comfort, ah, I don't think, you know, he, was a, he chose the colt, the little one too. So the little one might say, I'm too little, I'm too young, and he's too heavy. And I'm comfortable where I am by mum. But, you know, again, God's saying to us, don't choose comfort over my mission for you. Don't choose comfort over freedom. Don't choose comfort over the fact that I have need of you to fulfill my mission in this earth. I reckon the donkey had a good dose of self-worth. I reckon that donkey was like, wow, wow, this is an opportunity. I've been chosen. 
And so he was chosen to carry the king of kings. See, nobody would have looked at the donkey if he'd ridden in alone. If the donkey ridden in? No. If the donkey had walked in, if the donkey had just walked into Jerusalem on his own, no one would have looked at the donkey. No one would have shouted Hosanna. No one would have thrown out coats and palm leaves on the ground. Nobody would have taken the slightest bit of notice. It was who was on the back of the donkey that people looked at. I was thinking, what a privilege that we get to carry the presence of the King of Kings. What a privilege that he... Oh, I just, I sometimes get overwhelmed by it, of just that, that thought, God, you chose me out of... You chose each one here that's given their life to Jesus Christ and those that haven't yet there'll be an opportunity for you to do that because his word comes to you the same as it comes to all of us. I have need of you. I need you. I need you in my family and I'm calling you into my family. So Jesus Christ wants to be just as he was when he entered Jerusalem in the center of the procession, in the central place in our lives. And again, I was thinking of that song, Jesus, you're the center. Everything revolves around you. So Jesus, be the center of my life from beginning to the end. It will always be, and it's always been you, Jesus. Oh, man, what a privilege. What an incredible privilege to be carriers of his presence. So as he occupies that place of lordship in our center of our lives, then we know that people around us are going to take notice. They wouldn't have taken notice of the donkey, but oh, they're going to take notice if we walk into rooms with the presence of Jesus, walking in, in, in with the, as carriers of his presence. Remember that there were some people in the crowds who recognised Jesus and they shouted out their praises to him, but others went, who is this? Because they didn't know him. They didn't recognise him. And I don't know if there's anybody here today who doesn't know Jesus, who hasn't actually said, Jesus, I need you in my life just as you say you need me in your family. And I'm going to give you an opportunity at the end. If I could have the keyboard, um, Shade, please, that would be awesome. I'm going to give you an opportunity at the end to be able to invite Jesus into your life. But, you know, my prayer today, that as we've, we've looked at this passage, you know, it's only a short encouragement, really, to us all to be so aware that our lives reflect his, that our, as we are carriers of his presence, do people see us as people of hope, as people of peace, as people of joy, as people of life and light. Are we people that they want to be around because we carry the presence of Jesus with us and they go, I want to know what's different about you. And I think today that, that as we are carriers of Christ's presence, 
that we can point and go, you know what? It's Jesus. It's Jesus that makes the difference in my life. It's Jesus who is the Prince of Peace in the midst of the storm. It's Jesus who is the light and life, love of my life. It's Jesus who gets me through every challenge. It's Jesus. And without him, yeah, I'm nobody important. But with him, with him in my life, I can do all things through him, through Christ who strengthens me. Moses knew how important it was to have the presence of the Lord. And he said in Exodus 33, the Lord, he was asking the Lord if he was going to go with him. And the Lord said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. And Moses said, if your presence doesn't go with us, do not send us from here because how will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish, distinguish me and your people from all the other people? on the face of the earth. Can we close our eyes? What else distinguishes you from all the other people on the face of the earth? Is it the presence of Jesus in your life? Do you stand out? as a follower of Jesus Christ? Do you stand out as a carrier of his presence? Is there freedom in your world or do you feel that you are tied to something today? That there is some ties on your life that need to be loosed some chains that need broken because that's what Jesus says today. Come, I'm going to I'm going to untie you because I've got need of you. I want I want you today in my family. So if you feel that that's you today and there's some things in your life that you feel are tying you up and chaining you, confining you to, to one place, I want you to just stand where you are. And I'm going to pray corporately over us this morning to see freedom come into our worlds. You know, in worship, I had a picture of people with hands down by their sides and it's like the enemy has, has, has almost come and tied you up so that you physically look at other people raising their hands, but you think, I, I just can't do it. I can't do it. But God wants to bring freedom into your world this morning so that you can be a person who praises, who worships, who lifts their hands, who is free in their bodies to worship Him in spirit and in truth with all body, soul and spirit set free, set free, set free this morning. I know there are people here that need untied and loosed from things that are in their past.
You need to let go. There's been times when you've been wounded and you've held on to some of those wounds. I know that it's time for you to allow Holy Spirit to break those ties off your life, to let forgiveness flow. Forgiveness that we forgive others because He forgave us. Forgiveness is a key to moving forward. Forgiveness is a key to being set free. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Just two more minutes. You stand if you feel that you want. It's, it's not saying anything. We've all got areas, I believe, where we get stuck. And that was the word as I was praying this morning, that there are people that are stuck and they want to get out. And we all can get stuck in certain places. And I saw a picture of a record player, the old-fashioned record player. And you know how the needle used to get stuck in a groove and it would go round and round and round and play that same um, tune or that same line over and over and over again. And I see people here today that feel like they're on a treadmill or they're like that record. It's in a groove and you're doing the same thing over and over and over again. And you feel like you can't break free. Just stand to your feet this morning. Let Holy Spirit do a work. I believe the action of standing to our feet this morning will even break something in the spirit realm and there will, there will come freedom into our lives as we stand and declare, God, I need you. Jesus, I need you. I need more of your power and your presence. So Holy Spirit, as we stand here this morning, I take authority over everything that would limit and contain and hold back in any way, shape or form this morning. I declare that we are a people who walk in freedom. I declare that we are a people who walk in liberty. I declare this morning that we will not be held back, we will not be limited, and we will not be contained, that we will walk forward into all that you have purposed, that God, we will not be stuck in a groove, we will not be stuck in a rut, but we will move forward because God, you come today to cut those ties, and I loose those ties from off next, chains off minds go this morning. That which is limited and contained. Depression, I bind you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and I loose you from off minds this morning. That those that depression that would sit and that would dictate and would speak to you this morning. Look to Jesus. Look to Jesus. He comes to set you free. He comes to break off those depressing thoughts. He comes to focus and bring hope again. He comes to be the joy bringer. He comes to bring the peace into our hearts and lives. And some of you may need to go and get help. I'm not saying that, but take the first step towards Jesus. Take the first step towards Him this morning. I see chains coming off people's minds. I see chains this morning. Just say the name of Jesus as you stand there this morning. Say the name of Jesus. 
There is power in the name of Jesus. There is victory in the name of Jesus. There is hope. There is life. And I speak life into people's hearts and minds and spirits today. I break off the spirit of death that would hold captive, that would hold sway, that would say life has no purpose. And I speak life into people's hearts and minds today. Choose life. Choose life, says Jesus today. Choose life. Choose life. Spirit of Christ. We thank you right now, mighty God, for setting free as we come humbly before you, as we acknowledge we need you more than you need us even. God, we need you. We need you, but we thank you for the privilege that we are needed by you to be your hands and feet, to be carriers of your presence out into this world. So God, we will continue to say to those around us, we will continue to pray. We will continue to say, it's Jesus who changed my life. It's Jesus who transformed me. It's Jesus who turned this situation around. It's Jesus who made a way over this mountain where it looked impossible. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. He's the one. He's the one. He's the one you need. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your freedom and thank you for your liberty. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thanks so much for joining us today on this podcast. We encourage you to let this word further help you live and share the life to the full that Jesus gives. If you want to check out more of our upcoming events, service times, locations, or to give online, head to c3hh.com.au forward slash give.